Katara, the best pacer in the Southern Hemisphere, and he does it again, the King of Milton. Turns around the corner and Dusty just nails another one. So much at stake then, Libertini, Bivouac, grabbed by Exceda to Drinsler, and Exceda's on the football. Here the covers, Steve Smith is back. It might be whiskey right to win the Melbourne cover, nose Western Envoy. Is this the tagger? We've got your ticket to Sunday's racing and sport. Welcome to RSN Sunday Central with Brendan Delaney. Yeah, Brendan Delaney's got the the morning off. Hope he's enjoying himself uh, at home, of course, in the, the lockdown situation. I'm Dan Maliki, and I'm here to assist in uh, interviewing the. Uh, the people that are going to provide you with all the winners throughout a, a big Sunday of uh, racing today. Our uh, major meeting in Victoria is at Bendigo and uh, with some pretty big fields, particularly in the first half of the program, but a track that's rated soft seven. And the man that uh, has uh, got the job of uh, finding all the winners today, and he's usually pretty reliable to do it, so I've got my faith in him, and that's Harry White who joins us to look at a full Bendigo preview today. And they're racing on a soft seven, Harry. Good morning, Dan. Yeah, soft seven, rail true. Um, be interesting to see how the track plays. Sometimes the inside lanes can be off, so we'll just monitor that as the day goes on. But it's a nice-looking card, and I'm confident um, that we'll have some winners and some at a price. And the rail is uh, in, in the true position, so a soft seven. So we kick off with uh, the 2,400-metre uh, um, maiden, the first event on the program. We've got a shorty. Uh, number nine, Villanculo, is a dollar eighty-five, so dominating the market. Number nine, next best, Magic Hammer at four eighty. Number four, seven, Marie de Lune at five fifty. Yeah, look, I don't usually like making my best bet odds on favourites, Dan, but Villanculo looks the one to beat, and the market reflects that. If you can boost your odds to near enough to even money, I think that's a fair bet to double it. She was quite good first up at Werribee. I thought only okay at Flemington last time out, but it was a much stronger race. And at the end of the day, it was only three and a half lengths off the winner. Suitable distance, uh, winning distance range now. Pretty modest maiden. I just expect she justifies that short quote and is uh, rightfully odds on. Marie Deloon peaked on her run late at Mildura. Fitter now, looks well placed in this field. Equine Philosopher, uh, number three, tongue tie on, was outclassed at Caulfield last time out, but was quite good at Geelong over the trip, the run prior, got checked by a riderless horse in the run, so had a few excuses, and Magic Hammer finished off strongly in that same race at Geelong, and we'll have fans on that effort, and is second elect in the market, but I think we kick off the day with a favourite, 9734. 9734 race one. Race two, there's quite a few scratchings here. One uh, is out. In fact, I'll just read the numbers out. Race two scratchings one, four, seven, nine, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, nineteen, and twenty. Felt like I was doing the Powerball numbers, Harry. Yeah. Look, as you said, the race has been smashed by scratchings. To put that into perspective, my second, third, and fourth pick originally, they're all gone. And I thought I was onto something at a big price originally with Bell Deviant. I just heard Dino tip it as well. So there's a bit of added confidence. Look, we're looking at $7.50 now. It was originally, I think you could get $25 at one wow. point. But both Flemington jump outs were really solid, as Dean said. Uh, he won the formal when asked for a bit of an effort, then just cruised in his most recent. Gates improved with all those scratchings. Uh, let's see what the horse has got. 
The Price and Kent Jr. runner uh, Obfuscation only very narrowly missed my original selections, gets a big promotion into second spot. He's won all his jump outs, three of them at Caulfield leaning into this, has looked good doing so. Number 17, Air Apparent, one of the emergencies that gains a start, will only improve off a sound debut at Hillside. Just too tight in betting for mine in a field of relative unknowns. And then maybe the Godolphin debutante, Volana, is next best, but I'm with Dino. Race two, uh, number two, ahead of eight, 17, and 10. Well, market's moving on it. It was open $9 this morning and it's steadily uh, crunching in, even in the last how, uh, half an hour since tipped by Dino and now yourself. You can still get six fifty at the moment, but it is trimming up. Uh, so just recap your top four again there, Harry, race two, so I can write it down now too. Uh, top four, two, eight, seventeen, and 10. 2, 8, 17, and 10 in the second. Race number three, the scratchings are 3, 7, 12, 14, 19, and 20. This is an open race with uh, Croc Lurkin at uh, $4, the favourite. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting race. I'll go with number 15, Grinzinger Knight. He had just the one run prior to a spell, raced back, and that race turned out to be an on-pace dominated affair. So I thought he did enough. Recent jump out was solid. I will say he was slow out of the gates there. That could be cause for some concern, but I think in an even race, it's a winnable race for him, and we're getting a nice enough price. Croc lurking, the favourite, only found one better last start, who then went around as favourite at its next start. Four lengths of subsequent winner, Rattle and Bang prior, is a good form reference too. The Watchman, uh, interesting runner, motored home late into second at a price first up at Ballarat, was completely detached from the field. It was a really good effort. Repeat that. He's in the mix, but form prior left much to be desired. And then keep on fighting. We'll get back, be finishing off strongly late. 15, 2, 6 and 4. 15 to 6 and 4. We're speaking with Harry White going through the Bendigo program today with the track is a soft seven, the rails in the true position. We're up to race number four. Um, this, I've got my confidence that you'll be able to tip us the box first four here uh, with the scratchings of two, three, five and six. Yeah, it's um, the race decimated by scratchings. I mean, how much time do we spend talking about how spouse... They don't win much better on debut. He only has to beat three home. He's been freshened, had the typical Patrick Payne quiet jump out in the interim. Look, there's no price about the horse, but he's priced right in this field. Matilda resuming without a trial or jump out that I could find. Showed ability in her first prep. Actually won here over 1,400 metres when second up. Damien Lane to steer obviously reads well. Tahuna now gets a mention, and Buddy for Nothing looks a dead set certainty to run fourth. One, four, seven, eight. House Spouse at $1.40, all the rage there in the fourth event. First leg of the main quaddy, uh, race number five, and this race is clear of uh, changes. Uh, number four is the the favourite, uh, Elalika at $3. It might be a different pronunciation to that, but it's the favourite, the horse four at $3. Yeah, look, oh, Dan, I'm a sucker for punishment. I cannot drop off Vitani. I thought she was home last time out at sale. Just needed one or two more bounds to put her head past the winners. She is a tease for punters. I get that, but I've been sucked in again. I just think she looks well-placed in this field. Where she gets to in the run from a wide gate, I think, is the key. Um, but, yeah, we'll double dip. We'll go with Vitani. Again, I'd like the Australian debut of the favourite, Alalika. I don't really know how to say it either, Dan. She was really good from well back. Had no choice but to go back from that wide draw. 
you'd have to think she's somewhat closer here. Does she want even more ground than the mile is my question. Number one, uh, Meany was a good first up winner on the synthetic. Yes to the mile. Prior form reads well for this, deservedly in the market. Uh, Tony and Calvin McAvoy, their stable is flying at the moment. Josh Richards is flying, a kilo and a half claim. That won't be around for very much longer. And then number six, Mustn't Fear. Ran on well first up in the same race as Vitani. Strips fitter. She was a second up winner last prep, albeit in maiden grade. Five, four, one, six. Five, four, one, six. First leg of the quaddy. Adam Crettenden calling at uh, Bendigo today. And, and Harry, the sixth event on the card. Uh, the race has two scratchings. Numbers three and eight come out of race six. And hitting the market is Chatelaine, <laughs> number 10. Paddy Payne trained at $2.50. Yeah, first off, Dan, I'll say I'm disappointed to see Tara Manzor scratched. I thought it was a very, very suitable race for the Kumani runner to get the win. But we'll revert to plan B. I did think that number four, Gazara, looked over the odds. Back in grade, up in trip, maps to be prominent. I think the horse just gets every chance. And we're getting double-figure odds for it to win, so you could even play each way if you're inclined to do so. Number nine, Sublime Miss, ran really well behind Perennial at a big price at Lakeside last time out. She is on trial over this trip, but certainly good enough to win if she sees it out. Chatelaine, the favourite, has been freshened, won here last time out uh, as favourite as well. That was in a 0-58, to 58, so I thought she was really entitled to win. She is up to this grade, we've seen that in the past, but maybe just a little bit skinny in betting. And hot suspect, lightly raced Paul Pruska runner, won a Mildura maiden nicely enough to think he could measure up and go on with it. Tatum Bull rides, takes a kilo and a half off, has to go in the quaddy, only lightly raced with seemingly a lot of upside. Four, nine, ten, seven. Four, nine, ten, seven, race six. Race seven, the scratchings are one, two, and eleven. And uh, Coquille, $3, number 10, Mitch Friedman stable, is the popular one. Yeah, this is an interesting race, Dan. Um, a couple of key scratchings have come out, one and two, but uh, there's, you could make a, chance, a case for a handful of these. I was with number five, Dance Ready, at 20 to 1 last time out at Mildura. He finished within a length of the winner. He's yet to miss a top three finish when third up. I just think maps for the run of the race. In an even affair at $7.50, last time I checked, he appeals. Hell of a bell, maybe the danger. I'm just not convinced he's going to run out a strong 1,400 metres, but prior form does read well for a race like this. The favourite, Coquille, strips fitter. was a good first up effort. Bit of a sticky draw, so we'll just see where the horse gets to in the run. And then Lady Tavista beat all by two smart ones last time out, but couldn't have had a better run in transit, so it was maybe a little bit flattered. And then I'll give a special mention, actually, to Genevieve, number 12. Has to go in the quaddy as well, but five on top of three, 10, and 14. Five, three, 10, 14. And if you're taking a quaddy, consider number 12 as well. Uh, the last of eight events, the scratchings are six... 10 and 12. So this is not a bad race to finish the day with. Um, be even a nicer way to find the winner. Bel Toro's a, a pretty handy horse and he resumes here and he's at $3.10, Harry. Yeah, look, Bel Toro probably, well, is the class horse of the race, hence the market support. Ran on well from the back in the Australian Guineas last prep. I just don't want him a mile back here. And I think first up uh, off a spell over a trip, you know, short of his best, is vulnerable at the price, still goes into the mix. I'm happy to entertain one at a price. Uh, number three, Eugene's Forrest. He's resuming 
Generally fires fresh and comes to hand quickly. I thought a recent jump out was solid. He was asked for an effort. He crossed the line with Bandersnatch at Flemington in a benchmark 84, first up over the trip last preparation. So that's obviously a very, very handy form reference. I do wish he had have drawn a bit of a better gate, but I think with even luck, double figure odds, let's play. Beltoro, as I said, class horse of the race, looks the danger just at the price, maybe vulnerable. I just want to see what he does here. Number one, Seberate. It's been really good this time in. A couple of runs at Caulfield have been good. Comes back in grade. Blinkers on again. Josh Richards with the claim. Must be a hope. And sign of Yasuri, Tony and Calvin McAvoy runner. Has talent. Certainly goes into the mix. Good to see Luke Curry back in the saddle for a few rides today after a bit of a layoff. But three at the price, Dan, ahead of seven, one and four for me. Three, seven, one, and four from Harry White in the last of eight at uh, Abendigo. Okay, so uh, now it's time to narrow it down to uh, what you think are the better bets on today's card and your your play. Or in fact, you give me whatever you suggest. I should and all of the listeners should be taking today. Fair enough. Well, I, like I said, to kick off the card, race one number nine, Villain Coolers. It's a dollar eighty-five. Use a boost or something, a multiplier. Get near enough to even money or watch the market if the horse drifts out a little bit. That's the best. It's short and sweet. Race one, number nine. Value, we wait till the last, but I think the best value is race eight, number three, Eugene's Forest. You get $11 this morning, so play each way. I'm just backing it to win. Quaddy, first leg, we'll just go one, four, and five. Second leg, four, seven, nine, and ten. Third leg, 3, 5, 10, 12, and 14. And then the last leg of the Cordy, 1, 3, 4, 7. And then I've sort of, I've had a look through my play of the day, and I thought that in a fairly open jockey's challenge market that Fred Kersley at $3.40 uh, was appealing because Villain Coolos should be winning the first, and I like his mount in race three, Grinzinger Knight. So at $3.40, we can see what Fred's got to offer today. And you might know your fate by race one if that favourite doesn't get up in the first. Uh, you'll probably be betting for the rest of the day trying to catch up, but it looks a, a fair play at that sort of price. Uh, Harry, um, thanks for your time this morning. I hope all that study was worthwhile. Um, I got my faith, and um, and good luck today, mate. Thanks, Dan. Good punting. Harry White there looking at the Bendigo card uh, today. Eight races on the program. So the, the rail's in the true position, and uh, the track is rated as a soft uh, seven. Uh, but a couple of key races, and you heard uh, Dean Lester had uh, mentioned the horse he liked in race two today in uh, Beldivian, and uh, also uh, Harry White has backed that up. Now, I've just noticed it continuing to firm. Um, today it was $9, and it's now into $6.50, so it's still uh, generous enough each way odds in race number two, Beldivian. So a good move for that. Two of our experts have uh, put the debutante uh, on uh, top from the Mark Cavanagh stable. That's race two, number two. Still a bit of value there, so well worth uh, having something on, and particularly being earlier on in the day. Uh, good to get the thoughts of Racing.com's Ben Ascari, who joins us to have a look at uh, the Bendigo card uh, this afternoon. Good morning, Ben. Yeah, good morning, Dad. Uh, look, there's a couple of really interesting races there. I suppose all those first starters in the second race make it interesting, and, and while the fields aren't necessarily that big in the second half of the day, it's a couple of intriguing clashes as well. What have you settled on? Yeah, uh, tricky day. Tricky day to find the one I thought they got wrong early was separate in the last race. They bet, up, they bet $11 early. They bet $10 deductions out of there. Um, 
I think he's around that six dollar mark now. I, I do think they'll also run a really nice race for him on an each way basis. Race eight, number one, seven eight. First up, he was good. Unsuitable distance in a strong barrage. Had to partner against him, ran really well. And then again, he's got two far back at Caulfield. Second up, it ran really well. I think it was the second fastest class two hundred in the race. So third up, he should be just about a peak fitness, and he gets the blinkers on. And when the blinkers went on last preparation, he actually beat a pretty handy horse in King Magnus at Flemington. So I think he was really well placed. He's he fit, blinkers on, ready. You know Beltoro is a nice horse, and his mother nice horse was in the race, but they've all got a few little queries like Beltoro, just the one soft jump out in his first up, and there's still a little query about that three-year-old horse. So, uh, on an each-way basis, Severate will run a really nice race for you in the last. Yeah, and even with the after the claim, 61, you know, back in the old, you sort of think he's got to carry a lot of weight, but it's actually only three kilos above uh, the limit here. Salt Bay's got, uh, or the 58 kilos, the bottom weight. So he's not that badly off, even though it seems like a lot of weight. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's all relative, isn't it? If you uh, if most of the field was sitting down 54 kilos, then it's uh, to, to worry about the 61. But with the 58 minimum, he, uh, he should be okay there. The other horse I found on a tough day was Lalacar, um, um, however we're saying that one. Race five but for Archie Alexander. It was a good effort first time to go around. It was a better day to be on speed and nearer the inside. And um, she hit the line really solidly against the pattern. Uh, the winner of that race, sort of potting on Friday in a stronger race. And even though he got beaten, I think I got that one wrong. He's been really well, my boys. And he beat his track Surprised me how well he went on on, Saturday, on Friday even in defeat. So that small monkey pretty handy relative to the class that she's tackling today. I think she's got plenty of upside. Um, the other big positive is sort of a draw today. She actually jumped okay at, at Ballarat on the synthetic first up and, and they snagged her back from a wide draw. But from the draw today, she can hopefully be riding behind the speed and, and much, much closer. So that's uh, Il Alaka, unless we hear differently. Adam Cretton will know by then. If I was calling the races today, I'd know by now, but uh, I'm sure Adam will get it right. He's very reliable like that. But uh, so two of the horses you like, they're bookending the quad. Am I sensing something here, Ben? <laughs> yeah. It's funny you mentioned race two. Um, it was a, a race I was quite keen to uh, to have something on Valdivian. I did have something on him when it was $26 early, but... Yeah, that price is a bit mystical because there's been so many scratchings out of that race that I think we lost anywhere from you know fifty three cents to to seventy three cents of deductions depending on where you shot. So he's a dollar seventy shot now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, not quite, but I think the, he's uh, firmed again. He's just out. firmed again. He's now into five fifty. So in the course of uh, being in this chair just in the last half an hour, he has continued to firm and is now five dollars fifty. Yeah, so I think he's a. Uh, a really strong chance today, along with the Mick Price debutant as well, an obfuscation. He uh, he's looked good in his jump outs as well. So, a couple of nice debutants there. I think we're maybe just a week or two away from these maidens being chock full of Group Three year olds going forward uh, towards the spring. So it's a, it's a good time of year. And he's four dollars for obfuscation as well. Um, anything to add, mate? No, quaddy wise today, I think uh, I've gone one, two, four, five, six in the first leg, four, nine. 10 in the second leg, 3, 10, 12, 14 in the third, and come home 1, 4, 7, and 11. Alrighty, Ben Ascari there. So uh, the ones to look for, Beldivian race two, number two, which seems to be a common denominator theme through the morning. Um, ben uh, Keen, race five, number four, Il Alica, and uh, at what should be good value, race eight, horse number one, 
which is a Seberate who currently sits at $7 Seberate in the the last event. Ben, thanks for your time. Good luck today. Yeah, thanks very much. Good luck to everyone having a bet.